Today's podcast retreat. I am Lisa Tuggle, and this is Evangela Nation, evangelizing the nation for the best and brightest future of our country, our world, and our eternal souls. And what could be more important than that? I'd like to remind you that you can still jump into Catholic Evangelism Boot Camp, which is going on right now. We are in our second week, and it's the first week of real deep discussion, so it is not too late for you to jump in and watch the recordings to catch up with us. Uh, We are discussing in an in-depth way the Nicene Creed, which is accepted by Christians all over the world in both the East and the West, as a basis for explaining to the world what we Christians believe. Oftentimes people don't really have a good grasp of what Christians believe. They have um, a caricature of what Christianity teaches, and uh, oftentimes they reject that caricature. But the truth and the goodness and the beauty of Christianity is so um, uh, amazing and wonderful that we want the world to know the truth about Christianity. So the creed is the bedrock beginning of our efforts in evangelization to bring the word to the world, to bring this truth to the world. And you have to start by knowing really well What is the deposit of faith that we are handing down to the next generation and sharing with our family members, friends, and acquaintances who might need some fortification in the faith that they profess or who might need to be called back to the way of Christ, the way for all humanity to reach its highest potential in the perfect man, the God-man, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. So how do you join Catholic Evangelism Boot Camp? Well, just click on the link in the description of this podcast to get started. And I just encourage you, you know, don't delay. We are moving fairly quickly through this study, uh, which, by the way, utilizes the wonderful lectures and insights on the creed that were given to us by Bishop Robert Barron and Word on Fire Ministries. So be prepared to be challenged in one of our live discussion sessions on Tuesday or Wednesday each week. And you can also learn at your own pace uh, during the course of the seven weeks. Just select, you know, uh, learn on demand when you register. Okay, so today we are reflecting on the event of the flight into Egypt of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And we will take a look at Dante Alighieri, the famous author of the trilogy of books known as the Divine Comedy, or better known as Inferno. Purgatorio and Paradiso. So buckle up, relax in your seat, and let's watch a little movie in our minds as our souls take flight on a journey through extraordinary events of the past that are relevant in a powerful way for us today. So we are beginning with chapter 10 of Blessed Alberioni's book, Mary, Hope of the World. And this is Blessed Alberioni speaking. Perhaps the Magi had informed Mary how Herod had advised them to go to Bethlehem to seek the infant and then return to tell him where they had found him, that he too might pay homage to the newborn child. Mary probably knew Herod, 
but she reassured herself with the word of God, quote, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the protector of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? That's Psalm 26, 1. And God intervened to thwart Herod's wicked plans. He warned the Magi in a marvelous manner during their sleep not to return to Herod. They obeyed and went back to their country without passing through Jerusalem again. The infant Jesus would have to be taken to Egypt for safety. The gospel narrates the event clearly and briefly as follows. But when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph, saying, Arise, and take the child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and remain there until I tell thee. For Herod will seek the child to destroy him. So he arose and took the child and his mother by night, and withdrew into Egypt, and remained there until the death of Herod, that what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet might be fulfilled, quote, out of Egypt I called my son. That's from Matthew chapter 2, verses 13 through 15. So you can look that up and review that yourself. Blessed Alberioni continues, we can readily surmise that the holy fugitives undertook their journey in the direst poverty. Tradition has been pleased to picture Mary sitting on the donkey, holding the child Jesus in her arms, while St. Joseph walked along beside them. During that long, weary journey, they spoke little, being absorbed in deep thought and in prayer. It was the triumph of tyranny over innocence, weakness, and sanctity. Herod abused his power. He employed deceit and cruelty, all because he jealously feared a future rival in the newborn child. The Holy Family humbly bowed to the will of the Celestial Father. They submitted themselves to the grave difficulties of exile. Thus, God's prophecies and designs were fulfilled. Emigrants, exiles from their homeland, venerate Jesus, Mary, and Joseph in their flight and in their stay in Egypt, the land of exile. There are those who leave their country out of a desire for adventure or money or in order to study or because duty calls them. More numerous, however, are those who are forced to leave because they cannot earn a decent living in their own land. These immigrants must patiently resign themselves to God's will, but they should also find charity and understanding everywhere they go. Life often holds moments of darkness and uncertainty, but whoever abandons himself to the will of God will be protected and defended. Well, Blessed Alberioni quotes again Matthew 2, uh, verses 16 through 18. Then Herod, seeing that he had been tricked by the Magi, 
was exceedingly angry, and he sent and slew all the boys in Bethlehem and all its neighborhood who were two years old or under, according to the time that he had carefully ascertained from the Magi. Then was fulfilled what was spoken through Jeremiah the prophet. A voice was heard in Ramah, weeping and loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children, and she would not be comforted because they are no more. Again, that's Matthew 2, 16 through 18. Where did the Holy Family live during their stay in Egypt? Well, the exact place is not known. How long did this exile last? Certainly not many years, for it is known that their return took place immediately after the death of Herod, and it was only a few years after his heinous crime that Herod died, eaten by remorse and by worms. Then the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph and said, Arise, and take the child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel, for those who sought the child's life are dead. So he arose, and took the child and his mother, and went into the land of Israel. But hearing that Archelaus was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there, and being warned in a dream, he withdrew into the region of Galilee. And he went and settled in a town called Nazareth, that there might be fulfilled what was spoken through the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. It's Matthew two twenty through 23. Let us admire Mary's docile obedience to the divine will. In such a crushing trial, Mary's faith did not falter in the least, nor was there any decrease in her total abandon to God's will. Let us learn to trust in God. He abandons no one, and if he sometimes asks for sacrifices, it is always for our spiritual benefit. Here's a thought from St. Thomas of Villanova. He says, this faithful handmaid, Mary, never contradicted the Lord in deed or thought. She was obedient to the divine will always and in all things. Well, now let's take a, a little look at Dante Alighieri. Dante was born in a century of great devotion to Mary, a century when masterpieces of art in her honor abounded. Dante's devotion to Mary, nourished from, her, from early childhood, increased with the training he received from the Franciscans and Dominicans, and was deepened by his study of sacred scripture and the church fathers, something we can all aspire to do today. From St. Bonaventure, he learned to imitate Mary in every action. From St. Bernard, he learned to love the praises, the invocations, the aspirations, the sighs and bursts of love, the most tender, ardent sentiments of a lover of Mary. And these he later sprinkled throughout his poem. Dante 
uh, Dante's devotion to Mary was translated into the most beautiful and sublime expression that literary form has produced. The Divine Comedy is primarily of moral religious significance. It treats of leaving the paths of evil, purifying oneself, and freeing oneself from evil so as to be worthy of the beatific vision and earn eternal life. But how does one abandon evil? Conversion is a work which can only be accomplished with heaven's special help. This help comes to us through Mary, our sweet mother, the refuge of sinners, the mother of mercy, the mother of divine grace. Dante Alighieri confessed his love for Mary. Let us uh, do the same and let us reach out to our mother in this beautiful prayer, which Blessed Alberioni closes uh, this chapter with. Dear mother, by your heart, so troubled during the flight into Egypt and your sojourn there, obtain for me the virtue of generosity, especially towards the poor, and grant us the gift, by the grace of God, of piety. Mary was uh, a model of piety. Her love for the Lord and for the Word, for the Torah, uh, was uh, immense. And in fact, she consumed the Torah so deeply and fully that she had already, in a sort of uh, a foretaste of the Incarnation, had already conceived the Word in her mind and in her heart uh, before the angel Gabriel came to her and announced that she would be uh, conceiving the Word made flesh in a new way. So I invite you today to read the Holy Scriptures delve into them and meditate on them more and more beyond what we've done today. You can uh, pick up the Gospel of Matthew and read about the flight of Egypt, meditate it upon it more fully, and also invite you to um, consume the, the scriptures every day from uh, the Genesis, uh, the book of Genesis, to the book of Revelation, the entire Bible. Just begin to Consume it piece by piece, little at a time, day by day, so that it becomes alive in you, the incarnate, incarnate word made flesh, living in you by the power of the Holy Spirit. And you know, Christ died to send us the Holy Spirit, to remind us of all that he taught us. And what did he teach us? It is the fulfillment of all the prophecies in the scriptures. It is the fullness of of understanding of the whole divine revelation given to us in the Bible. So um, I invite you to ask uh, for angelic guidance as you read, and certainly read with the mind of the church. You can pull out your catechism of the Catholic Church. If you have any questions that come up uh, that you're not sure uh, of as far as how to interpret a particular passage. The Catechism is a great resource for all Christians to help us understand divine revelation. So I encourage you uh, to seek the gift of piety, which Mary had so marvelously, and to consume the word 
each day a little bit more and more. And because that is what she did, and um, it prepared her to give birth to the Messiah, to give birth to the perfect God-man, Jesus Christ. And we, um, too, by our baptismal promises, are called to give birth anew to Jesus Christ wherever we go and all that we do and think and say. Uh, so uh, let's prepare for that great mission that we're all called to, to bring the word to the world uh, by studying scripture a little bit each day. Well, um, that is all we have time for uh, in this podcast retreat for this week. Uh, don't forget to support this ministry with your one-time or monthly donation. Just, you know, every gift makes uh, a, a gift uh, to someone else. And, you know, it's a gift that gives back to you by making the world you live in a better place. So let's uh, win souls for Christ uh, one soul at a time. That's what we're doing in this podcast. I uh, hope it's been a blessing to you and share it with someone else that it might be a blessing for them. So click on the support button and check it out. Uh, your contribution is much appreciated. Well, again, that's all for today. Uh, I wish you a holy and happy uh, rest of your week, and I'll see you next week on Thursday uh, when we'll, we'll look at the next chapter in Blessed Alberiani's book, Mary, Hope of the World. Bye now. Thank you.